everyone. Welcome to The Sound Barrier, Northeast State's official podcast, where we will be breaking the barrier by getting to know some of our staff and faculty. This is your host, April Allen, and joining us today is Jennifer Kendrick, a career services specialist. Thank you for being with us today, Jennifer. Thank you, April. It's nice to be here. Yeah, I haven't seen you BC 2020 before COVID 2020. (laughs) Yes, it's been a while. (laughs) Yeah, it's good to see you. Yes. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, my name is Jennifer Kendrick, and I'm from this area. I've lived here my entire life. Actually, I'm a native of Southwest Virginia. Um, I live in Gate City, and um, I guess that's about it. Okay, how did you get to work at Northeast State? Like, what brought you here? Well, um, let's go back a little bit. I've been here for about 11 years. So um, in 2008, I was laid off from a job that I had previously been with for about five years. Um, So that was unexpected, a little traumatic. And so I started applying for jobs, took a job at a local nursing home, worked there for a little while. That was my second go around in the healthcare field. And I quickly realized that was not for me. (laughs) (laughs) So kudos to all those healthcare workers because it is not for me. (laughs) So then um, I ended up here at Northeast State, applied for a job in the Career, um, Career Development Services Center. So I was secretary there for a while, and I really loved that job, really loved being here at Northeast State. Um, that job, I kind of related to the people we were working with because it let us mm-hmm. work with the community members and um, let me work with displaced workers, which I had been a displaced worker, so I understood where they were coming from. And so that's my journey here to Northeast State. Oh, that worked out well, didn't it? It did. Yeah. So last year, you were juggling your full-time career family and completing your degree that must have been difficult um what advice do you have for other adults that are in that same situation yeah it's been a stressful few years I've been working on my degree and I did finish in December thank you thank you so much um there were a couple of things that stand out to me as I look back over the journey Uh, first you need to find a strong support system um, I had my family, friends, co-workers, they were all cheering me on the entire time, so that really helped, because mm-hmm. there were many, many times that I was like, I'm not going to be able to do this. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then um, I finally reached the finish line and got my degree, and then, secondly, don't get overwhelmed. That would be some advice mm. I would give for students. Um, I started out strong, taking like three to four classes, trying to work full-time, juggle a family. That's really tough. So um, after that, I kind of just scaled back a little bit and started doing one to two classes at a time. So I would recommend that please don't overwhelm yourself by doing too much. (laughs) Because then you get burned out, right? Exactly. And you will never finish if you do that. Yeah. (laughs) So how does it feel now that you've accomplished such a great task? It feels really good. I've um, looked back, actually, this morning I was thinking back, like, oh, my gosh, this summer I got to do things without homework being involved. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I got to work around the house, didn't get to go anywhere because of COVID. But, yeah, yeah, I did get to do some things around the house and not have to worry about deadlines and discussion boards Mm. and what is due now. So good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. It's been a real journey. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it sounds like it's been rewarding, too. It has been. So Jennifer, as a career specialist, you make a difference in so many students' lives. Tell us about a student that has made a difference in your life. 
This was a tough question. Um, I work with a lot of students, see a lot of people come through our office, and many of the students I work with are usually in a tough spot in their life. Mm-hmm. They've, um, I see displaced workers, single parents, students on the verge of becoming homeless just from various mm. situations. And when I see the struggles they face and the determination they have to finish their degree and their education, it really makes me stop and think about my life and things that I see as problems and they're not problems after Mm. all. So one student in particular that comes to mind was an international student that left her country and family behind to come here to pursue a nursing degree. Um, She gave up everything she had so she could come here to study. She was a really hardworking student and just a hardworking individual. And seeing her achieve her goals made me think of my own goals and knowing if she could make those sacrifices, Mm. then, you know, that's something I could do as well. So she's the one that kind of made an impact on my life. Do you know where she is now? Um, She did. She did the two-year program here and then transferred on. So last I heard, she was still finishing up her the other two years of her degree. Good for her. Yeah. That must have been really challenging for her to do that. Yeah. She would tell me stories about how her family was back home and she wouldn't get to talk to them very often. Mm -hmm. And it was... Wow. Yeah. Eye-opening. Definitely. And inspiring. Yes. Yes, at the same time. Thank you for sharing. That's a good story. A good um, example of what so many of our students go through. Yes. Maybe they're not international, but there's always a backstory. Exactly. Exactly. We never know what's going on. Yeah. And it always makes you evaluate your own life and your own problems. Absolutely. Absolutely. It does. So I'm sure you often get asked for advice but what piece of advice has someone given you that has helped you succeed? The thing that comes to mind is don't give up. Keep trying. Um, I was told that by my family and friends a lot over my journey and trying to complete my degree. Um, they kept saying, you can do this. Don't give up. One class at a time, one step at a time, mm-hmm. and eventually you'll get there. So that's the one piece of advice that I feel has helped me be successful. And we can all relate to that. Yes. Whatever it is, don't yeah. give up. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keep trying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because you only fail when you quit. Yes. Yes. So let's talk about Jennifer outside of your employment at Northeast State. What does Jennifer do in her downtime now that she has some? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I'm not in the office, um, I'm usually hanging out with my family. Um, I'm a huge supporter of family and spending time with them. Um, not just my immediate family, but even my extended family. Come from a, um, I only have one brother, but we have a large extended family. I have like 12 aunts and uncles oh, on wow. my dad's side and that many on my mom and dad's side. So wow. we have a large family. So I spend a lot of time with them and the ones that, you know, that are really close to me. Time is just passing so quickly. I don't want to look back and think, oh, mm-hmm. I should have did this or that. So, this is But true. then I have a, a 13-year-old daughter, so I'm spending a lot of time with her and busy with her activities and school. and So that's kind of what I do outside of, yeah. outside of work. Yeah. Well, that yeah. sounds good. Family yeah. is important. Yeah. 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 It sounds like you're, you have your hands full. Uh, yeah, it's busy. There's never 
quiet time or anything, you know, always something to do. All right. <laughs> as long as you're enjoying it. Yes, I am. Without those deadlines for homework yes. and discussion boards. <laughs> and now you can breathe. Yes. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> so, Jennifer, do you have any hobbies, interests? Um, usually just working around the house, yeah. working in my flower gardens and those kind flowers. of things. Yeah. 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 What kind of flowers do you have? Just some that's usually handed down from, uh, my grandparents have given me some cuttings from different types of flowers. So oh, that's special. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying to keep those alive. I don't <laughs> have the greenest thumb, but I do try. <laughs> That's all we can do. Things that are self-sufficient are better for me. Right. <laughs> yes, those are the best. Yeah. <laughs> Let them grow on their own. Exactly. <laughs> Just pull a few weeds every now and there then. There you go. There you yeah. go. <laughs> perfect world. Yes. <laughs> so what does your perfect weekend look like? My perfect weekend is one without laundry or chores. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> One where I can just sit back and do nothing. Don't there have to go. worry about anything. Everything's taken care of. Just chillax. Just exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And maybe take a trip somewhere or travel somewhere for the weekend. But Where would you travel to? I'm not sure. I've thought about that. I thought about maybe just a secluded cabin somewhere just to get away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that I don't know. Nice. That would be my perfect weekend. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that would be a lot of our perfect weekend. Exactly. No laundry. Does it ever end? No. <laughs> it does not. <laughs> kind of like rabbits. There's never, you know. Exactly. They just keep accumulating. Yes. So I heard you have a dog named Brewster, and he can be quite a handful. Tell us a little bit about Brewster. Well, he is my little fur baby. <laughs> He's a Maltese, and he weighs about six pounds. Aww. He's been with our family about seven years, so he's about seven years old, and he's just so much fun to be around them. He's very laid back. He's our, he fits our family perfect, (laughs) (laughs) but he is so funny. I mean, he makes the funniest little sounds, like my daughter will give him a hug, and he sounds like he's trying to hug her back he makes the funniest little noises when (laughs) when she's doing that but he's so fun he likes to play and has all these toys and he can destroy them faster than get a new toy and it's destroyed in two seconds (laughs) (laughs) he must love it oh he does he does he's so fun he's Solid white, little Aww. little furball. <laughs> Do you have a, a story, maybe a funny story about him? I've tried to think. He He's so chill and laid back. Mm-hmm. He just likes to lay around, like especially with me. I'm his favorite of the family. <laughs> <laughs> Do the other two know this? Oh, they do. They do. Yeah, I get some flack over this quite a bit, quite a bit from them. But he's just so laid back. Nothing comes to mind that's been, like, really funny. Mm -hmm. He he just loves to play, and he'll play and play and play. But at six pounds, it doesn't take him long to wear out. He's ready for a nap. (laughs) (laughs) But he's been a great addition to our family. Aw, he sounds like fun. Yeah. 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 So, Jennifer... The last conversation we had before we were all sent home for COVID, I don't know if you remember, we were in Kingsport, and we were actually talking about the zombie apocalypse. Okay. So, (laughs) you might not remember, but my random question to you is, how would you handle a zombie apocalypse? 
I don't know. It kind of feels that way you right know, right? now. <laughs> feels like maybe that's where we've been since March. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, I don't know. That would be so terrifying, I think. Yes. I would be so scared. But I don't know. I guess I would just try this whole quarantine thing. <laughs> maybe we've try. had practice. Yes, well, I've been practicing for this. So I think I have some experience. There you go. <laughs> maybe just isolate a little better. Right. <laughs> and try to run, I guess. Right. I don't know. Get some good shoes. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> this has just been the craziest time, though. So. It really has. Yeah. It really has. I don't know how I would handle the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> Besides run. Right? <laughs> yeah. Run for your life. Exactly. <laughs> hide. Run and hide. Run and hide. Yes. Where would one hide? I don't know. I don't know, because mm. I have a feeling they would find you. <laughs> right? <laughs> Yes, they will find you. Yeah. Well, that was my little random question. I was like, I think I would like to ask her that. I think I do remember that conversation, though. (laughs) A little bit of that. And I think we were laughing about it. I don't think at the time we thought we would go through this. No, we had no idea. We were kind of joking about it. And here we are. How many months later? Yeah. And I'm just now seeing you. I know. <laughs> For the first time yeah. since then. When we packed up to go home, I was thinking, oh, I'll take this to work on because we're only going to be home right. for, we'll be back in two weeks, yes. surely. Yeah. And then it was two months mm-hmm. and then it was three, three months. months. <laughs> and I was like, what is going is on? Is ever going to end? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> It is so strange, but I need the people. I need us to get back to normal. Yes, I yes. need to be with everybody. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. We need it more than we realize. I think so. Mm-hmm. I think so. I don't think I would handle that zombie apocalypse very well. Yeah, me either. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't either. Yeah, I'm a people person, and I need my people. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Me yeah. too. Well, it's been good talking to you today, yeah. Jennifer. Thank you so much this for joining us. It was fun. Yeah. It's been interesting getting to know you a little bit more and yeah. laughing at zombies and all that fun stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we can keep laughing about it. Exactly. Yeah. Well, thank you again for joining us. And thank you listeners for tuning in. Please be sure to tune in next time as we continue to break the barrier.